0: Welcome to Footy Fellas, coming at you from Chicago and Minnesota, the states with the most US soccer fans per street. We're going to be talking soccer, we're going to be talking fantasy EPL, we're going to be talking life, playing games, playing mind games. We got a little something for you. Want to introduce the voices coming through your headphones today? I'm Eli. I'm here with my boys Max and Max ready to kick it off. Let's start once again with Max, numero 1. Please remind everyone where you're from, your favorite soccer skill move, either to watch or to do,
1: and your favorite temperature, exactly. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, yet again, I'll take the designation of Max number one. This is Max Winter coming to you from the 612. That's Minneapolis, for those who don't know. Good state of Minnesota. Uh, Favorite, what was that, soccer move?
0: Favorite, yeah, favorite soccer
1: skill. Favorite soccer skill. I'm going with the classic Maradona. Love it. First uh, first skill I learned as a youngin. so it's special to me. Um, and my favorite temperature, 76.5 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow, that was really specific.
2: Yeah. Is there something <laughs> special about that temperature?
1: <laughs> it's the temperature of my body all the time. <laughs>
2: That's that dangerous. dangerous. That yeah. sounds really <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'm an alien. That's, that's a, that's <laughs> you are an alien. That is, that is confirmed. Um, hi there, everybody. I'm Max number two uh, from Chicago, born and bred. Uh, favorite skill move has to be the step over. I think there's a few things simpler and, and, and more classy than just a good, hard step over. Throw the defender one way, you take it the other. Um, and my favorite temperature has got to be uh, 73 and sunny. I think that's uh, that is your ideal day, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay,
1: you know we'll let we'll let you slide with that little sunny bit. You know it was just supposed to be temperature, but we'll. Let so if it, you really like,
0: if it was like if it was like seventy four points, say you walk outside in the morning, it's seventy four and a half degrees, seventy four point yep. five Fahrenheit. Right, right, You'd both be pissed off,
1: almost angry.
2: Yeah, I'd go back in. I don't think I'd stay outside that day. I don't think it's not I'd, worth coming. I'd out. treat it
1: like it were negative twenty here in Minnesota. I wouldn't go out.
2: Yeah, that's way too cold. Way okay. Too cold.
1: Glad we cleared that up. Sounds like it's going to be pretty poor
0: summer for both of you. Honestly, I checked. It th- I'm going to be honest. I checked the forecast, the couple month forecast, and most of the days in May, June, I think also July, were 74 and a half degrees.
1: Wow. Ouch. So, that, that's a that's long a summer shame. for uh, some. Going to be a long summer.
0: Going to be a long summer. Let's talk about some of the predictions we made last week and get into some hot takes. Just to start it off. How did we? How did we do? How did we do last week? I loss? did
2: bad, guys. I'm going to be honest. I did pretty bad, but but uh, there were some material changes that had occurred after my prediction, and I think that that throws the whole thing in flux. I had, as a reminder, I had um, Tottenham uh, running away with a victory, stealing one uh, at Chelsea, uh, but unfortunately, I did not know that Sun had a broken arm. Um, I also didn't know that uh, Tottenham would just be playing like absolute shit. And had no capability of uh, playing the game of soccer or football, if you will. So uh, that was off, um, and Chelsea uh, won it pretty handedly. So my bad.
1: Yeah, that was rough. Son having the broken arm definitely caught a lot of us off guard. Myself, I Fair was also good.
0: off. You any better, winter?
1: No, I did not fare any better. I had Southampton versus Aston Villa, and given South at Southampton, given their terrible home record and their bet you know, top of the league goals allowed at home. I thought they would lose two one to Aston Villa. They actually won two zip, and both Grealish and Ings did not contribute at all offensively, uh, at least for fantasy purposes. So it was a letdown.
0: I would love to say I both told you so, but I think we went a perfect three for three on <laughs> shitting the bed. My prediction of two one Everton in the Everton Arsenal game a couple of weekends ago ended up being three two Arsenal. Mm. And to be fair, I did predict a possible explosion of goals because Everton has recently started pouring a lot of goals in. Arsenal's defense is poor. Back and forth, back and forth. Had had five goals in the first 46 minutes, and then no one scored afterwards. So, three wow. to Arsenal, I was, I was also sadly mistaken.
1: Right. If I might interject, speaking of Everton, we can't let up this Everton-Man United game you know we can't just not talk about it today. Pretty controversial. Do we yeah, have time? No, have time off, to get into off, it? Or
0: uh, yeah, go off, King. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, right for all those who did not see it, uh, ninety-second goal by Calvert Lewin was called back due to VAR check uh,
2: and what offsides interference? Is that what the final call was? Um, yes, uh, the, I think the, the the offensive player was it Richardson was yeah. laying in front of the goal, yeah. moved it his was, feet uh, at the last second, yeah. ball trickled and passed him.
1: It was actually the Dutch guy or whatever his name is. Um, oh,
2: Sigerson? It was yeah. uh, the Icelandic fellow.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah,
2: that game.
0: tight game between Man U and Everton. I they're, they're very close. of the second half, not as much of the first, but Man U seemed to be holding on at least the last 10, 15 minutes.
2: Yep. yeah no, they, they definitely were in it uh, it that the the, the I, it easily could have gone both ways probably could have favored um, Everton a little bit more towards the end the 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 goal that went in it that was taken back um, I think the refs were arguing that um, uh, because the player was in the way of the ball and had moved himself out um, he was affecting whether or not the hea would have made a move for it um, that, that De Gea had thought to himself, that player is down, the ball will hit him, I'm going to go the other way. Um, but clearly, uh, when you watch it in real time or in slow, in slow motion, you notice that, that De Gea was well on his way before the ball was deflected um, and, and definitely should have probably been called a, a, a confirmed goal. I think we can critique that as much as we can um, in hindsight with, with as many reviews as we would like. I think in the moment it's a little tough. For the VAR experts to make it a split decision, um, in the in the few minutes right after. So, I mean, as a United fan, I'm going to give VAR, uh, you know, tons of tons of uh, leeway here and think, <laughs> you know what, these guys are doing their job. It's tough to be that. I can't complain, and and maybe they'll get it right next time. But you know, I think I think everyone's going to be fine with this with this resolution.
1: No shortage of angry Everton fans.
2: You know, I, there, there were mistakes by both keepers. I think there, was, uh, there were mistakes by, by teams, too. I think Liverpool made a big mistake uh, this week uh, losing to Watford. Um, uh, you, you could say, on one hand, Liverpool lost the game. I think, on the other hand, you could say Watford won it. And My, my take, my hot take here, um, uh, or maybe not so hot, you guys tell me, I, I think Watford will actually stay out of relegation this year. I think they have too good of a team to uh, stay in the bottom three and, and as I, I believe in all sports, it makes sense that you uh, need to peak at the right time, be it in the playoffs and in, in most American sports, but also especially with, with uh, the tail end of the season coming. You know, Watford starts hitting, hitting fire with a team that is really underperforming. They have way too much talent to be um, in the position that they're at currently. That um, I legitimately think um, teams like Ashton Villa or Bournemouth, Brighton, or even Newcastle should be a little more worried about their position because Watford probably doesn't belong in the relegation battle, um, and ditto with West Ham. Um, So I think we're setting ourselves up for a very interesting bottom half, but if if I'm a betting man, um, I would give Watford the edge here. Yeah, that's a hot take.
1: That is a hot take. They've actually been in the bottom three all season except for, I think, two game weeks, so I like it. I like the pick coming
0: on strong. Both them and Southampton have have they both made managerial changes or no?
2: Mm, I think they both did. Yep.
0: They both look tactically much stronger in the last five six weeks and are starting to pick up some points because of it. Yeah. Any hot takes for this upcoming week, Winter?
1: Uh, I do have a hot take. It is related to the Champions League, but um, would you prefer a hot take for EPL as well? Doesn't matter.
0: Depends how – if it's sizzling. If it's on the tip of your tongue and you just – you have to get it out, you know, this is the time. If not, we'll we'll get around to it.
1: Well, I think my hottest take right now is – I'm going to say it. Today, March 1st, 2020, Bayern Munich is going to win the Champions League. They look – Wow. On fire. I mean, obliterated Chelsea. I mean, let's – with a caveat, Chelsea does not look good – I think their attacking power is isn't is nowhere to be seen, nowhere to be found. Alonso scored two goals in their last match uh, this this game week against Bournemouth. Um, now Alonso is a high scoring defender, and he actually does perform pretty well. But I mean, to have your a uh, you know right back, left back put in your only goals of the game, it's pretty weak. Um, but Bayern Munich. I think across the board, very strong. They just defeated a team in Bundesliga 6-0. Um, I mean, they're just, they're bullying teams. I think it's Alfonso Davies, Gnabry, Lewandowski. Um, they just have an attacking power that, and their speed down the wings. I can't see a team defending that um, at the moment. I mean, I, maybe I, I could argue
2: at Let's Go Madrid with their kind of stagnant defense, but... I'm. I I'm. Look, I, I mentioned it earlier. I'll say it again. And I'll, I'll say it always. I really do believe a team' success comes down to to when they're playing uh, at their best. Um, you know, is it is it just in a, in in a vacuum? Do, the, does it just happen once, or do they play their best um, continuously? Does it happen um, at the beginning of the season, middle season, the end of the season? Um, and when it comes to um, uh, Champions League, for example. I don't think you need to necessarily be playing at your best towards the beginning of the tournament. You need to be playing good enough that you get far enough, and so that if things um, fall into chance, that's great. You know, you can you can lock yourself into the next round. But if you start to get hot at the right moment, like a Bayern, you know, Bayern coming out of um, uh, out of a league that is probably the most competitive league currently in Europe. You know, they're playing games against Leipzig, <clears throat> Leverkusen, um, and, and Dortmund. That's uh, not even include uh, uh, Frankfurt or, or, or Gladback. Um, but, but they're playing in games where they're actually forced to compete. And I think they've been hampered with some injuries, like Lucas Hernandez being out for a little while. Um, that now, as Lucas starts to get himself back in, in the team, in the cycle, and guys, yes, like Alfonso Davies are starting to really hit their literal stride. This guy's the fastest dude I've, I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, I, 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 dude, not a hot take. I'm on board. Let's let's ride it. I think Bayern could get some steam um, moving to the next rounds. I will I will caveat though. I agree. Like they are playing a very weak Chelsea team, so it might look a, a little hot. But um I, I I would I would hate to play byron in the next round.
0: Looking at the teams that are left, no one on paper seems like a tough enough challenge for Bayern. Where you'd say they wouldn't be the favorite, or they'd have a low chance of actually going through. So I'm also on board. Mueller has been turning back the clock. I think 16 assists Yeah. tied for the either the lead worldwide in the top five leagues or just in the Bundesliga, but he has looked like the young Müller that we remember from the World Cup, we remember from years past. Why don't we jump into our first ad read, thank our first sponsor, before we get into a little bit more Champions League and some more specific pre- predictions for the upcoming week.
1: All right. <clears throat> Have you ever watched your favorite team play so poorly you can't help yelling at the TV and all your loved ones in the room with you are both scared and nervous about your rising blood pressure? With the help of virtual reality, you can put all this sports anger behind you, introducing the new product, Never Everland. Put this device on your head and over your eyes and instantly see the fortunes of your team turn for the better. The software works by casting each player onto the opposing team, so now your players take the place of the opponent's players, and vice versa. So all the goals they scored are now your goals. Buy yours today for the price of your dignity, plus shipping and handling. Be a winner today.
2: That's incredible. We're sponsored by by technology geniuses. That are living
0: in like 2050 at least. Right?
2: I mean, could you imagine if 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 uh, Andreas Pereira, our center attacking mid, were, were De Bruyne, and we're just banging in just like thirty yard bombs? I, ugh. I Man United would look so good if if it were Chelsea or if it were Man City players.
0: Are these the same creators as the Pokemon Go type technology? I heard they were working on something new. Is this is was it Never Everland?
1: Yes, actually, I I do think this startup company did take a lot of the developers of Pokemon Go. Yes, you are right. It's yeah, you know, actually another – I think these guys were on Shark Tank as well. A lot of Shark Tank companies really like our podcast and they really want to support the pod. So, respect. It's
0: just a good – it's a good pipeline. It's small business helping small business, you know? Exactly. Upcoming yeah. company helping upcoming company. Three dudes helping three guys. just It's just what we're doing out here. It's beautiful. Why don't we jump into some specifics on the Champions League. Hopefully, the team you're rooting for, you won't have to use that product because they'll actually be – crushing it in their matchup this upcoming week. Jones, what game are you going to be previewing for us?
2: Uh, I'm going to be previewing the PSG versus Dortmund game. Um, uh, I, I think the, the biggest storyline coming out of this, and, and as a reminder, Dortmund is up 2-1 in the in the series, uh, or in the tie, I suppose, with a 2-1 lead. PSG with that all-lucrative all away goal. Um, I think the biggest storyline, nonetheless, is that PSG cannot for the life of them, make it past the round of 16. If you remember, they were demolished by Barcelona, humiliated by Barcelona, um, as well as, uh, uh, what's that team? Manchester uh, United, I think, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manchester United uh, went to PSG and and took them down last year. Um, uh, So you have to imagine, on one hand, PSG's ownership is thinking to themselves, all right, this is the final straw. We need to actually get over this hurdle or else all of this investment is arguably for naught. I also have to imagine that this might be the last time we'll have Mbappe and Neymar on the same field if they don't make it all the way to the final. Um, Neymar, clearly uh, a controversial figure who likely wants to get out of there and head back to somewhere like Barca. Um, And Mbappe, who is the new starlet um, and likely going to be drawn in by Real Madrid. So um, if PSG doesn't do it now, they may never do it. Um, so my prediction here is that my head says Dortmund. I think that they just have been a little more clinical, um, but my heart says PSG. I, I, can't, I, I can't see what would happen to them if they weren't able to pull it off. Um, so I'm going to go PSG three, Dortmund one. It may have to go into overtime to get there. Um, but uh, Neymar and Mbappe start clicking and, and pull it away.
1: Nice. I like it. I second that. Um, yeah, great pick. Great pick. I actually I actually think, I was thinking about it as I was looking at the score, 2-1. I don't think it's possible for this game to go into overtime. I think there's going to be a winner in the 90 minutes. Given- not possible,
0: as in literally not possible? Or yeah, like as in, just I
1: think given sure one reciprocal scoreline. No, given that PSG has scored their away goal, if they score one zero, they'll win off the away goal differential, and then if Dortmund right, scores at all, yeah, you need win. you need that identical
0: you need that identical two one scoreline. I think would take you to uh, take it extra time,
1: but otherwise, oh, <laughs> you're right. It does. It does. Right. Take- <laughs> <You're> absolutely <right. laughs> yeah, absolutely right. I thought I was cracking the code. I was cracking the code. You call them up. I've got something for you. If you can win
0: 1-0, they have no chance of going through it. Um, yeah, I agree with Max, though. I think it'd be pretty incredible to think about how much money PSG has put into this last year and this year for them to not make it further than the round of 16 in the Champions League would be kind of sad, honestly. That that boardroom, I can't imagine that, that board meeting after they go out. It's got to be pretty brutal. So maybe, maybe they'll pull it out. I'll jump into my prediction and my preview for the Leipzig-Tottenham game. First leg went to Leipzig, 1-0. And second leg, like you were just referring to, Winter, away goals for people that aren't aware. Away goals play an important role because goals that you score on the road are almost seen as more valuable than goals scored at home. And so... Even if the tie over the two legs, if the combined score is tied, whichever team has more away goals, that's the team that goes through. So away goals are very valuable. Obviously, Leipzig scored that one away goal at Tottenham. The first first leg was at Tottenham. And Leipzig being newcomers to the Champions League, this was their first ever goal, actually, in these stages. Pretty exciting for them. But they have been pretty consistent this year in the Bundesliga, which which Jones mentioned earlier. A lot of strong teams this year. So they've been competing against Bayern. They've been competing against Dortmund, Frankfurt. uh, A lot of other teams hanging around the top and pretty strongly top to bottom. But they've been scoring at will as well as getting the job done defensively. So I definitely favor them going into the second second leg and to take home this tie. I think the story here is much more about Tottenham's weaknesses, especially even since Mourinho took over as their new coach. In uh in the end of last year at November 23rd. They've had 18 games in the Premier League and the Champions League combined, and they've let up 27 goals. Wow. Pretty bad, not horrible, but a 1.5 goals against average per game. They've been letting up a lot of goals to teams like Norwich and Aston Villa and other teams that are not that strong offensively, and I think the floodgates are just waiting to be opened against a team like Leipzig, who has been scoring at will in a pretty tough league. So I expect Leipzig to come out firing and possibly put home three goals, two or three goals, and go through ultimately in a 2-0, 3-0, 3-1 type type scoreline in the second leg going through to the round of eight.
2: Got to agree. I think uh, if you watch the Leipzig game last time they played Tottenham, um, Leipzig was uh, pressing and pressing and pressing. I-, I think they were lucky. Excuse me, Tottenham was lucky not to uh, let up uh, any any more goals pre- previously. Um, uh, Leipzig is is too dynamic. They're too organized, um, and it's it's Tottenham's the away team this time, right? This is yep. in Leipzig. Yep. Uh, it's I agree. It's not even going to be a contest. I don't think it's even worth watching the game. To be honest, I- I'm I'm going to be that bold. I'm going to say Leipzig should. Should run them over uh, Tottenham's a good team they're they're well, they should be organized, so hopefully it's not, but I, I agree I'm not going to be surprised if Leipzig um, puts up some big numbers. You know? Well, if
0: you're not watching that game, you're watching Valencia Atlanta, so you got to decide <laughs> know, no shade thrown, but what's more exciting you're probably going to have a lot of EPL fans, Premier League fans watching that game, obviously because of tottenham's involvement. agreed. I think it's going to be more lopsided unfortunately, the other game pretty stark aggregate score after 4-1 first leg victory for Atalanta. So we'll see how exciting the games are on Tuesday. However, on Wednesday, at the end of the day, obviously Liverpool, Atletico Madrid, take us through that winter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So coming off this, currently it's a two-game losing streak, um, losing to Atletico Madrid in the first round, one zip in Madrid. And then in an embarrassing loss to Watford, three nil. Um, I see Liverpool coming back, game at Anfield, um, playing with sharpness and the desire that we're used to, kind of getting back to their ways, and and taking it taking it to Atletico Madrid now. Atletico Madrid is a very Atletico Madrid is a very defensive oriented team. I think that's definitely what they're known for. Um, they don't score a lot of goals uh, when they do. You know that it, it really they score one and they kind of ride that out uh, exactly what they did against Liverpool in that first leg of the of the Champions League match. Um, so I do see Liverpool coming. I see them attacking. I think that Let's Go Madrid has actually found the way. They kind of showed the world that Liverpool is beatable. And what they did is exactly what Watford did the, this past weekend was. They shut down the crosses coming from Trent Alexander-Arnold. When he isn't crossing effectively or rushed, doesn't have the time to look up and pick someone out, he is pretty much useless out on the wing. I think I think over and over again, they pressured hard and he kept having to pass it back. Um, it was very frustrating to see him pass it back to Lovren. Uh, Lovren was risky against Watford, but Um, And then, you know, they circle it around all the way. And, you know, all four defenders touch the ball, makes it to Robertson. Uh, It was very boring soccer in my mind. And then they would resort to kind of chipping it over the top. Um, And Atletico Madrid, being a very defensive team, they're great at aerial battles. So I don't see that working this time around. I think Mo Salah's got to be better. His lack of effort, in my mind, is just not... Not where it needs to be. Klopp needs to recognize this and tell him, you know, this is this is the cup of Europe. You want to be European champions again for the second time in a row, um, and really kind of will this out of him because he's not playing sharp at all. Um, every player he's been, taking, he's been taking a lot of flack recently. So I, I think, and I think, it's it's, just I think new, it's maybe it's
0: me texting us or maybe it's the the media. I'm I'm not sure honestly.
1: I think it's deserved. I mean, in the Watford game, he was he was bad. I mean. I know that he likes to get the ball on his feet, obviously, and he, what he likes to do is shield. He likes to just shield the defender and have the ball come to him. Well, what the defenders are doing is they're just reaching their foot around and poking it away, and then he just loses it. And then it's it's this whole thing that I just find so frustrating. And he can't when he gets the ball, turns and takes on the defender. He does not connect that final pass. Uh, very frustrating. Um, Firmino and Mane were absolutely nowhere to be found. Back to the Let's Go Madrid game. I do think they're going to come. Liverpool is going to come. They're going to find it. They need to do this: the one-two touch uh, at the mid and the forward level, find the through balls, get Roberts. They, there was a play at Watford where, um, <clears throat> uh, who was it? Van Dyke had a nice through ball to Robertson. passed the last defender. Robertson kind of sliced in and hit a really good cross, low cross. Um, that is that's where they're, they're at their best. Um, so I see a lot more of that. I really they need to stop this over the top passing from the back. And I see them doing it and winning 2-0. And it'll be enough to advance to the next round.
0: 2-0 for Liverpool. Wow. So shutting out Atletico Madrid, putting in a few of their own.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: Well, it sounds like we have Leipzig. No decision on Valencia-Atalanta because it's such a lopsided fixture. PSG and Liverpool going through to the next round. So you can take that to
2: the bank. I'm going to cash that check.
0: Considering our track record, <laughs> Maybe. we believe in the opposite of the hot hand fallacy. <laughs> come find us. We're here for you. <laughs> We're going to go to our next ad read before we come back with our hot topic of the week, our main topic of the episode. Should there be an All Star game for the Premier League? Kind of intriguing, no? We'll talk more when we come back. are you really a manager? You don't look 21. Can I see some ID? (laughs) Do you even have a driver's license? (laughs) Are you sure you're old enough for your bar mitzvah? These are the types of questions you get on a daily basis that make you feel disrespected. That is until now. Introducing easy age, the cream that will turn your hair hair white quicker than you can say, wow, Liverpool really lost to Watford. (laughs) My kid actually tried this product, and he looks older than me. (laughs) Not only will you be taken more seriously, you'll start feeling wiser. Two applications a day, and it'll start turning white right away. I'll say that's the best deal on the market, okay? Nice wordplay. Anyway, buy Easy Age today to make the haters look like absolute fools. Must be over the age of five to apply, and results can vary based on many, many factors. Easy age, spread it like a gel and make your dreams come true. Thank you, easy age. I'm sure we all can relate to feeling disrespected because we don't look old enough or people don't expect us to have had our bar mitzvah or be able to have a driver's license or even to get into bars. Right? Mm-hmm. Right, guys?
2: Yeah, no, it sounds like you're describing bleach or something. It sounds like you're you're just you're talking about a, a thing to dye your hair. I don't know if this is really anything... Uh, anything noteworthy, but if they're paying enough of our, our sponsorship, I'm going to I'm gonna buy this immediately.
0: Yeah, I'll just cut out the part you said about it not being noteworthy because of the second part you said I'll keep in about <laughs> them paying a sponsorship.
1: It's a, it's the perfect product for those kids that just want to age immediately. You know, I'm sick of being five. I want to be an adult. I, it's great. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, it was actually, I might've said five, over the age of five, mm-hmm. I believe. Just oh, double check and oh, yes,
0: copy correct, I'll cut that out too. If you're five, don't buy this. It's dangerous. But if you're over five, exactly what Winter said.
2: I would say, I think we have a, we have a problem since our our, our demographic we pop with the most is infants, is, is young <laughs> infants. So uh, I'm not sure we're going to reach many people outside of that, that demo, but um uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's better to hit them at a younger age, so they're excited for it in the future. So hopefully, the four-year-olds listening to this will.
0: The hope is they'll tell their older siblings. Oh, I, I see. think that's how we sold it to Easy Ages. Sure, that you can see from the data, this is our target demo. But twenty-five percent of them—I forgot what the number was—we just made it up. Twenty-five percent of them have older siblings. They'll tell them. They'll buy Easy Age. I'm sold.
1: I'm, I'm getting it for
0: my kids. So. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna look older than you. Just uh just a warning on the label. But you know. It's not always bad. Not, not always, always bad. They can be my designated driver. There you go. I'm sure that's how it works. If there's nothing else you take away from this pod, <laughs> get your kids to be your designated driver. Take them to the bar, no problem. No questions asked.
2: <laughs> if they can't drink, they can drive.
0: <laughs> Winter, why don't you Get us going with our main topic of the week. Very excited to talk about a Premier League All Star Weekend.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes. So the, I am the question of today. The main topic is: Should the EPL introduce an All Star Weekend? Um, and I into the schedule, right? And I think I am hundred percent on board for three reasons. I think it's for fans. You know, for the fan entertainment. It's going to reward players, and I think it's going to increase camaraderie amongst the league. So when I think about All-Star Weekend, and I'm sure a lot of us, when we think about All-Star Weekend, really the NBA comes to mind. Um, for While looking into this, I did I also did some research into the NHL All-Star Weekend, mostly because, and we'll talk about this at the end, some of the events that I foresee being played during this weekend is... Right Hockey has a goalie, and right goalies in both hockey and soccer are this unique position where the skill set needed is so unique and so different from the other field players that the events need to kind of be at least an event needs to be catered towards them so i i I looked at the n h l and saw what they did for that right the n b a doesn't really have a type of position similar to that where everyone can score and run around and do anything uh, really so so that was that was great um so, right, three reasons, the fans, rewarding players, and increasing camaraderie. So first, the fans. I think in big leagues around the world, sometimes, oftentimes, the fans, you know, get ignored around player hype, team controversy, and the never-ending kind of quest for money that, that we see across, um, across leagues. And so I think, <clears throat> so ticket prices are rather steep, and that reduces fa- the fan base Able to rally around a local team, so I think that an All Star Weekend event in the in the EPL um, should allow and include very you know cheap tickets to, to get the fans to come out and watch. Right, this is this is really a tribute to the fans. Um, I think if they want to, right, obviously they're going to want to make some money. I think all the money really should be should be made selling kind of these collector item jerseys and kit wear um, that are All Star Weekend design themed. Um, right, fans should be able to see their beloved players show off and have fun in another environment, you know, soccer-related. I think that's important. Second, I think it will reward players. So I think the top six teams obviously get the majority of the media attention, and their squads are generally combed over by fans and the media all the time, critiqued constantly. I think the smaller teams, generally mid-tier teams, don't get as much attention, but their players are still world-class. I think players that jump to mind are Saar on Watford, I think Grealish on Villa, I think Jata on Wolves, um, to name a few. So an all-star weekend would be great for these players' exposure into the limelight. Um, I think it'd make these players feel really appreciated in a way that they're not really getting today. And I think maybe it could help prevent the drain of talent away from smaller clubs to the larger clubs because the players would actually get a sense of maybe a better idea of how much their fans and supporters love them and how much they really care for them. Um, so I think that's really important for the league overall. And third, I think it would increase camaraderie amongst the players in the league. Um, I think more than a lot of other sports, there's great sportsmanship and respect for you know players amongst each other in soccer. After the games, most players are shaking hands and talking. Um, an all-star event would get the players to interact and bond more, even with players on other teams. Um, with such demanding schedules, this should be really good to bring players in the league together. Um, I think also this can help the drain of talent away into other country leagues. You know, I think if you build that camaraderie and bonds with with team with players in a league, right, that's nice to have. You kind of have these friendships that would be tough to leave if you you know hopped into La Liga or Bundesliga. You wouldn't have this kind of fun event and those relationships. So. So yeah, there you have it. An All-Star weekend would be a great addition to both fans and players around the league, and I definitely definitely think this should be something for the league to consider in the future. I'm uh
2: am I'm gonna, I'm, good, I'm, good, I'm good, on board. Pitch. I think um uh what what I when when I think about the All-Star weekend possibilities here, um I agree with you, Icy, in that um it it could have a lot of impact and, and for fans. Um, for the players themselves and and also just being on the international stage, um, uh, it could really start to draw some unique audiences to the EPL that may not normally um, pay attention. Um, uh, at least it has the potential and And one thing that I think could be added to this this concept of what an all star weekend could look like is you know, I don't know if the EPL is necessarily set up and for success to have. You know, uh, an east versus west division, right? Like, like that doesn't exist as it does in some of the American leagues, where they have the all star, um, all star setup. But um, what we do know in in soccer, and what there has been included when you look at all star weekends, is you look at the MLS's all star weekend, where um, they have a lot of their games, which I think would be awesome. Who wouldn't want to see, um, you know, free kick competition between you know De Bruyne and um, I don't know, Trent, Trent, you know, you know, Alexander Arnold. Um, uh, I think those could be a lot of fun. I think having goalie wars would be a lot of fun between like Ederson and Allison who would want to see that. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but I think the biggest opportunity that I would love to see, um, would be the EPL all-star team, right? Your top, you mm-hmm. know, 18 guys or whatever, or more. Um, it could be 22, it could be two halves of 11s. Cause we definitely have that much talent. Um, but they would play against another league's all-star team or another league's um, top team. I don't think it would, it, you know, in the way that the MLS has the MLS all-star team usually play against Real Madrid or um, or Bayern or whomever they're going to play, I think it would be really interesting to have the EPL um, play like La Liga's all-star team or, because I, I don't think they could really pull off Real Madrid playing the EPL, like, I don't think that would, it just wouldn't jive as, as much. Um as it would if, if La Liga were able to have their All-Star team versus um, the EPLs, um, my question would be, you know, would I think the biggest hesitation I would have here is soccer the soccer schedule is so demanding usually mm-hmm. um, that it's tough, I would imagine for them to find breaks to, to do that you know between international games or tournaments that they've got going on. so I don't know when exactly would happen. Um, but, but I, I do think if it could happen, um, that that I would love to see that format. I also don't know what would be the motivation other than perhaps international exposure. You know, I love the idea in baseball or, or, or basketball, whatever it is that you know the winner of that game gets home home playoff whatever. Um, and maybe there's a way you could extrapolate that to include Champions League. But um, I I can't seem to fix it in my mind that it would make sense because it feels like it would have to take more than one game. It might include some of the other leagues. Um, so. So it's a little complex, but I, I I love the idea, and I think it needs something to it, it needs to be worked around. It, it, it there's an opportunity, um, and I know I for one would definitely tune in for that weekend. Might have similar vibes
0: to a might have similar vibes to a testimonial or a match where you have really well known players. Most of the testimonials are a player that's just retired that's going you know playing with either some of the other players they played with during their career or some current players, um, and sometimes a mix, but it has a very easygoing vibe to it. You still see the stars that you loved, even though they're not in their prime. That's probably one of the main differences with this All-Star Weekend. You're getting players in their prime as they're going on to do incredible things and score big goals for their countries and their and their clubs. And so it probably adds that level of excitement. Um, but same thing, where you get a little bit cheaper tickets, a lot of fans... A lot of people just kind of excited to be there might not otherwise go to games and seems to be a, a really net positive for the league and for these specific clubs that host the testimonials.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And to, to touch on Max's other point of the, the kind of a scheduling nightmare. Yeah. My two big issues with um, doing an all-star weekend that I thought of were yep. Managers and players concerns about injuries and then logistical issues. Um, given the demanding schedule. It's just going to be a nightmare. I do want to point out that the Qatar 2022 World Cup is in the winter, and there's a ton of talk about it being an absolute nightmare to schedule around. But hey, I think if they can do it for the World Cup, I mean, a weekend uh, is, is totally manageable. Uh, but okay, so to the fun part, I think we all should, I'm going to list the events that I would have at my All-Star weekend. Um, please, after I after I read them, feel free to to add additional ones or swap in, swap out some. Okay, so I've got a PK shootout. This is a goalie challenge. So I actually took this from the NHL All Star Weekend. They do a PK. <clears throat> they do kind of a PK shootout uh, uh, event there, and the goalie who stops the most in a row, so the long, the best streak, um, they win. Now I think that's a little bit harder in soccer. I think it's. I think it's a tad easier to score a PK in soccer. So I'm thinking. Five, 10 shots, uh, whoever blocks the most wins. Um, the next one would be a crossbar challenge. I think this is really for defenders. You know, just, you know, maybe 40, 35, 40 uh, yards out, try to hit the crossbar. You get, I don't know, 10, 10 chances. You do it the most times, you win. Uh, I got free kick challenge. And this is going to be very similar to the three-point contest. Jonesy, you kind of talked about this Um yeah, these are your free kick masters. Obviously, I think mostly it's gonna be your midfielders. And then for strikers, I got a top bins challenge. Shout out to the podcast. Hey, sponsored um, by the pod. <laughs> so I'm really thinking that we put a couple right there targets up in the corners. And the strikers are, I don't know if they're at the PK spot or they're somewhere in the box. And they just got a top bins. If you if you make it most times in the top ends, you uh you win. And then for the games, I love that the NBA does a rising stars game. I think that's huge for young players to get that exposure and feel the love of the fans. And I think that would be unreal to watch um, in EPL. So these are going to be your stars who are like 21 and under, who aren't probably at the level yet to make that full all-star team of the veterans. But these guys are stars in their own right, at their own age. It's amazing that they do that in the NBA. I think it would be awesome to see an EPL. Uh, a celebrity game I'm throwing in there. The NBA does it. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> um, maybe get, you know, Mourinho out there uh, playing. I think, it'd be, I think it'd be a good time. And definitely, then of course,
0: seen, definitely seen Gordon Ramsay. I'm trying to think a couple of other celebrities that, you know, played in their youth just <laughs> growing up in, in the, you know, countries they were growing up in right. and have seen that play in, like, testimonials, and it's it's good fun. Could good definitely fun sure. see
1: Steve Nash out there.
0: <laughs> oh, well he would be. He'd be in like the Rising Stars game. Come yeah,
1: on. Oh yeah, right, right.
2: <laughs> and
1: uh and then of course just the the general good old All-Star game. And I am thinking uh that these would be 7v7 small-sided. <clears throat> small-sided. So I'm pretty much right the goal is if you you can take a touch and rip it and score and it's not, you know, it's not too much effort. Um Yeah. So, what do you guys think? are uh, you throwing any more events in there
2: uh i love the rising star i love the celebrity all star game too i think those are both um pieces that you got to keep in there just interesting and there's a lot of social buzz you can get going right um i think a no brainer here I, when when you're talking about um you know fantasy or or, or really any of the all star games big questions come up you know, who scored the most goals, who's the best defender, who's the best goalie, all those, all those kind of things. Um, and one of the factors is, you know, who's the strongest, who's the quickest, who's the fastest. Mm-hmm. you got to do a speed trial. Ooh. you got to do – you set up some cones, you set up um, some, some of those like pylons or whatever. You, you have like a, a station where they have to, you know, cut through them you know, laterally and then they sprint and they make a turn, they pick a ball up, they dribble it, X amount of distance, turn again and, and run through it and they're on a, on a stopwatch. Um, I think of like uh like a Cristiano Ronaldo commercial from back in the day or, or when they had um, Aaron Lennon, I think they were, they're trying to figure out who was quicker and they had one of those sports science um, episodes. Sports on Sports science. Yeah, throwing it back. So, um, I, I think, I think that would be something I would love to see. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I'd love to see goalie wars. I think you have to have, um, you know, two goalies in front of their separate goals, just blasting it at each other. And the other guy trying to save it from like, mm. you know, 30 yards away. Um, that's, that stuff's always dope. And and goalies love to score, they never get a chance to do it. Right. Um and then I think you gotta throw a little soccer tennis in there, you know. Yeah. Uh it'd be interesting to, to see who's – because you'd you'd definitely sign up as a team. And so it'd be interesting if, you know, Bernardo Silva and and Fernandinho were a team, or um or if, you know, uh Graylish and McGinn came out of nowhere and, and won it for Ash and Villa. Um uh, I think that'd be really interesting to to get those games in there. I love it. Yeah. Sounds like an
0: all star weekend. Premier
2: League, Cross League,
0: General All Star Weekend could be in the cards, especially if someone from the Premier League executive office is listening, which they likely are
2: mm-hmm. in our demo. Sure. They're in our demo. Oh they're, yeah, they're absolutely. Under under five. Yeah, or the
0: kids. Maybe their kids are listening. There we go. They tell them about the pod. They tell them about Easy Age. You know, <laughs> one and the same. One and the same. Great ideas. Great ideas. Let's jump to our last uh, last sponsor. Giving kudos to our last sponsor, and then. To our critically acclaimed rank order and
2: game over under. This podcast is brought to you by the good people of Corona Beer. Every time four o'clock is close enough to five, a Corona gets its lime. Every time a Tuesday feels like a Saturday, a Corona gets its lime. And every time your blood work comes back negative, a Corona gets its lime. <laughs> Helping you kick back, relax. And take the edge off Corona. Every time you choose to drive over Fly, a Corona gets its lime. Every time you pull stock out of Apple, a Corona gets its lime. And every time you restock your bunker, a Corona gets its lime. The only thing dangerous about our beer is the crisp flavor Corona. So, every time you avoid that coffer on the subway, a Corona gets its lime. Every time the CDC has yet to name your city, a corona gets its line. And every time you hold your breath as you pass Panda Express, a corona gets its line. So good, you'll never get sick of it. Corona. Wow,
0: that was great. I really <laughs> appreciate those guys. It like a really timely ad by them to put money in their marketing budget. I can't put my finger on it, but it just feels right.
2: It does. It's a, it's a good fit. And I think, again, uh, they know our demo. They know our demo. Uh, big, big alcohol consumers um, and want them to be focused on how Corona can allow you to relax through stressful, stressful times uh, and that you're not panicking about a pandemic, uh, but rather whether or not uh, you have a disease. I love it. Let's jump in,
0: into our rank order. Uh, I'm going to be ranking. Today, for all of you, the top five items at Trader Joe's that get you excited. Not me. Not me. You. (laughs) Starting at number five, good old-fashioned turkey burgers. Frozen turkey burgers, nothing tough. You're walking through the frozen aisle. You should see them. Your arm should already be reaching for them as you're kind of turning your head to the side. Grab them, throw them in your cart. When you get home, easy to make, great taste just kind of a no-brainer at number 5. Should get you excited to buy. Should get you excited to buy. Number 4. Hearts of palm. This is my first official plug for hearts of palm on the pod. This is officially now a hearts of palm pod. <laughs>
2: not
0: <laughs> not sponsored, but just you kind of you know, when you listen to the pod, you should be thinking or dreaming about hearts of palm. If you don't know what they are, check them out. They go great in a salad. They're literally from palm trees. So you've ever looked at a palm tree and thought, wow, that looks really nice. I should try, eat, try eating that. That's what this is. And they taste great. They I, taste really – you're looking at you're looking at me like you don't believe me? They taste great.
2: No, I've had hearts like you've you forced me to eat a couple and they're delicious. You're looking
0: at me like you really don't believe me. They taste great. I promise.
2: You're getting excited about number four. I can't imagine what's going to happen in the top three here. <laughs> number
0: three, dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Dangerous. Just saying them is dangerous. Yep. Saying them is dangerous. Yep. Trader Joe's could come walking down the street and arrest me for saying them. Mm-hmm. That's how dangerous they are. Mm-hmm. Kind of taking in a different direction. Obviously, desserts, hearts of palm, turkey burgers—not a dessert, not a little yummy snack. But the dark chocolate peanut butter cups, as you throw them in, into your cart, you kind of you get you know you, the hair sticks up on your arm. You Ooh. get you get a little excited. Ooh. I think they're a dollar or two dollars max for twenty bites of extreme flavor. That's come a on, win. Come on now. I'm on in, I'm hooked. <laughs> Number two, moving back into the kind of real food sector, the frozen meatballs. Frozen meatballs at Trader Joe's. taste like they're fresh. They, I feel like they've, they're being made in Italy, in the back, in Italy.
2: Mm-hmm. Little Italy. You see where I'm going here? It's little, Italy. little Italy. Yeah, yeah a little, little Italy. Italy. A little bit of Italy back there.
0: Yep. A <laughs> little bit of Italy. They freeze them put them kind of near the turkey burgers. So as you're grabbing the turkey burgers, you're just that much more excited thinking about the frozen meatballs. Mm -hmm. They're kind of no-brainers. Ever since I started getting them, I haven't stopped getting them.
2: Yep, I can attest. And
0: I'll continue getting them until they run out of number one, which is a combo item. Don't know if that flies here, but we're going to go for it. Combo item of naan and hummus. Wow.
1: Ooh.
0: Trader Joe's, let me just one sec let me get adjusted here <laughs> the trader joe's naan is like nothing it's like non thing mm. you've ever tasted before see what we did there the hummus is your good old-fashioned hummus you definitely have had this kind of hummus before there's nothing special about the hummus but the naan you put it in your microwave hit the one minute button if there's a one minute button on your microwave that says one minute or just hit start you just need it to be in the microwave for one minute, honestly. Can, Hold
2: on, I'm taking notes. Can, I, what is it, can the I one enter 60 minutes?
0: seconds or do I have to hit the one? It should probably be one minute. 60 seconds will do the trick, but one minute will get the job done. Oh, okay, okay. If you know what I mean. Right, okay. Heat up the naan, one minute, easiest thing ever. I can honestly say, and not for this pod, just as kind of a way of life, I've had a piece of naan with hummus for, let me check my phone, 47 <laughs> days straight now. And not even days, it's at night, because it's that kind of treat where I was so excited buying it. I save it till the nighttime. Max can attest to this. Yep. I turn on the mood lighting. I turn on that special song that means a lot to me. I open the freezer, grab the non, hit the one minute button, heat it up, dip it in the hummus and take that first bite. It's incredible.
2: I just don't think you need every time to lather yourself up with canola oil. I don't know if that's necessary and I don't think you need to ask me into the living room to stare me down. As you I think that that's my line in the sand. I'm happy to play the song. I'm happy to put on Elton John all you want, but I don't need, I don't think I need to be there physically be there or stare you down.
0: A couple of bonus purchases that got left out.
2: $3
0: wine, which tastes the same as basically any other wine. Absolutely. Pretty incredible. Free samples, which got left out because they're not something you actually purchase, so given the rank order, they didn't fit. Tofu, which I've kind of taken a a liking to. Not super special at Trader Joe's, but it gets me a bit excited to buy because it feels different. It feels out there. And they have massive bags of mandarins. Quick little snack, juicy goodness. Tastes great. Those are my bonus items. Anything that you guys shop for that gets you extremely excited that I missed.
2: I've got to say, um, uh, one thing left off here is the pot stickers. Um, you know, I, backing up, produce not not Trader Joe's expertise. I'm not going there for the onions. I'm not going there for the you know any of the peppers or anything. I don't think they're really solid there whatsoever. But what they do do very well is the frozen food aisle. And so what I would submit um, as being snubbed, and uh, uh, I want to recount would be for pot stickers and a lot of the um, Indian meals. I think the the Sog Paneer um, and uh, and some of the other uh, briani, um are absolute fire and save me time and money for my lunch during the work week. Um, so uh, read them and weep. Um, I see anything, anything I left off. Yes, I've got two things. Uh, I'm shocked none of you guys, maybe you guys don't even
1: know about this at Trader Joe's, but the unexpected cheddar block is insane. I hope fans of the pod the, are blowing is that the up the name it, of it.
0: The, the unexpected cheddar block is actually the name of uh, it. I think
1: it's just called the unexpected block. cheddar, but right, it's a block of cheese. Um it is nuts. Maddie and I go there. It's the first thing we get when we walk into Trader Joe's. Um you've you've got to try it uh and that's legitimately, legitimately unexpected yeah yeah was I, not, sh- I appreciate that was not ready for yeah. that one so next time you guys go check it out the second thing i've got is soy chorizo don't know if you guys have dabbled but it
2: is bomb nope it's gonna happen gotta though try that too very we, uh, I, I usually i usually grab their little sausages their little chicken sausages those yeah pretty fire oh yeah those are good uh, i think we can all agree hey and and a real moment of silence here Pour one out for the big man. Oh. Uh, Trader Joe himself had passed away yes. a day or so ago. So, uh, uh, just I'll play I'll play a little tune real quick for him. And
0: we're gonna jump into our last segment, <laughs> over under, where Jones is gonna quiz us. Is it overrated? Is it underrated? Is it just rated as it should be? What's the, What's the theme for today?
2: Yes, thank you. So our over/under for the day. Um, your quick heads up. Uh, we are doing over underrated or overrated app edition. So I'm going to ask you about some apps, and I'm going to need you guys to let me know uh, whether or not it is over or underrated, or you know, is it just rated? Uh, we'll start with you, Eli. You've got 15 seconds. All right, ready? Let's hear it. Instagram.
0: Instagram is overrated for health reasons. We're all extremely diff- addicted. And unfortunately, that's going to lead to our country's demise.
2: You have three more seconds.
0: It's super overrated.
2: <laughs> Hot take.
0: All right. I love it. I honestly am on it all the time. Is my time up? <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Uh, Max, this is, this, is a, this is a tough one. Uh, tell me uh, what you think is uh, email, the email app over underrated. The iPhone email app?
1: Yep. Um I think it is underrated. Um, I don't use it. I don't know anyone who uses it. Actually, Maddie might use it, but I'm just a Gmail kind of app guy. So I think the phone the phone email just doesn't really cut it for me. Um, so did I say underrated or overrated? You said
2: underrated. So that would be overrated, I think, is what you meant to say there. I think I meant hey,
1: overrated. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hit me.
0: Hit me. What's uh, next? I, I, Eli,
2: I would love to know what you think about the Uber app.
0: The Uber app is rated. I, I honestly don't feel like an expert. I'm not able to comment on this effectively. I've used it. I can count on my fingers how many times I've used it, both in the U.S. and abroad. And it gets the job done. Don't have any more experience than that. So it's just rated.
2: All right. Well, I'd be curious to see what your rating is on Uber. I'm sure it's quite negative. <laughs> I'm rated. <rating. laughs> no, they rate me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> sure they they, they probably give you three stars, and that's bad. Right. That's average. Look, if you, I will say, this is not a sidebar. I, I will say, if you get an Uber and the Uber is below like a four point eight five or something, there's something dramatically bad about that that <laughs> ride. There's something horrible in it. That I had, I was picked up by an Uber that had a, it was a four point six five, and I knew something was going to be horrible about it. <clears throat> her name was Tammy. She was fine as a person, uh, but her car reeked of urine, and I wonder if anyone had ever mentioned that to. Oh me. my God. <laughs> Probably not I'm not sure, but either way, the 4.6 was justified justified. Um, that was a big tangent. All right. Uh, Max, uh, another big app question for you. Uh, tell me, what are your thoughts on the clock app? The clock app I
1: think it's rated. Uh, I think it's it's fine. it gets a job done. Um, you know it has, actually has a lot of new features. Um, you can look at you know world clock stopwatch timer, alarm, uses every night, gets a job done. It's it's
2: rated. That was a lot of energy for an app. That I was surprised to get that much uh, feedback. Thank you, Icy. (laughs) Um, Eli, uh, back to you. Uh, What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on TikTok?
0: TikTok, wow, underrated. I'm going to speak directly to our demo for 10 seconds here. You're on TikTok. I know you're on TikTok. Keep putting out content because I watch it, and it's entertaining. It's pretty entertaining. I haven't made any yet. I haven't made any yet. Maybe I will. But I think it's underrated because the people our age aren't using it enough.
2: Super compelling, Eli. Thanks for going over time. Uh, Winter, your last one is the uh, settings app.
1: Wow, you're giving me some great ones. Okay. uh, The settings app, you know, actually, I think it's quite underrated. I don't think people really look into it too much and really explore what they can do in the settings app. You know, you can turn off apps from using data. You can. Check how much battery, your, how much you know,
2: life your battery has.
1: It's a great, 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 great setting. You can do a lot of stuff there.
2: That is easily the longest I've ever heard someone talk about the settings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well done. You win our award for this week.
2: You gave me, well some, done. You I, gave me some quality apps. I cannot say that wasn't intentional. <laughs> okay. It's because it's I'm from know, Minnesota. You keep you on your
0: toes. Yeah, it keeps on your toes. Yeah. And it's because you're from Minnesota. But that's not a bad thing.
2: <laughs> it's not bad thing. it's just different. It's just different, right? We celebrate differences. Yeah. that's all right.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week. As always. We will be back to you soon with a lot more compelling hot takes, bold predictions, big topics, and talking about rankings and over under. See you again soon.
2: Smile.